Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Hi, welcome to this uh, episode of Photo Mission Focus. And you might notice that there's uh, a new guest co-host. Um, Cara Jane from Pixels and Spice Photography is joining me at the desk for the next couple of weeks and she'll be tackling some of the subjects that we'll be talking about while Terry's away interstate. So um, without further ado, let's welcome Cara Jane to Focus and let's get the conversation started and get this, epi- this week's episode rolling. Well, welcome to Photo Mission Focus. Um, today's subject is um, do you ever stop learning photography? And before we get into that, um, I'd like to introduce um, Cara because Cara's actually sitting in for Terry today. Cara, how are you? Hi, good morning. Great, thanks, Stephen. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, look, Cara's actually been on, on the Exposure podcast and we learned a lot about her photography journey. So she's going to um, do a couple episodes of Focus with us. So uh, welcome to the desk. Thank you. Very yeah. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting. And so this, um, let's tackle this, do you ever stop learning photography? Mm-hmm. What, what are your thoughts? Well, this one's particularly close to my heart as I am currently studying um, a higher education program. So um, I absolutely am an advocate for learning uh, in general and always bettering um, one's self. But um, the short answer to do you ever stop learning photography is, in my opinion, um, a firm no, you don't stop learning ever. Um, you can certainly, I think, master skills in photography um, and there's you know, experts out there that have 10, 20, 30 so years and uh, may be a master of their particular field and certainly know their way around a camera. Um, but the way that technology is evolving these days, and this is sort of the consensus when I was speaking to some peers in the photographic area, is that if you ever stop learning photography or uh, the technology related to photography, which is also post-processing, then it's almost time to put down the camera and and move on because you've obviously lost that spark. Yeah, and I think with with photography, photography is one of those pursuits that you will shoot particular things Mm. and there's so many different techniques out there that you can learn. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes, like I said, you mightn't have an interest in a particular area then all of a sudden something will someone will say, hey, come and shoot this, and you'll go and shoot it and go, wow, well, I don't really have the skills to do it, so you go and learn those mm-hmm. skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and I think the um, biggest part of my learning curve uh, personally is I started out um, doing, for example, um, music festivals, so I was doing a lot of um, just bands and, and social uh, photography, and then um, trying to challenge myself a little bit, I was trying more portraiture, um, and it is a completely different like kettle of fish. It, it honestly is. And um, I think to challenge yourself to try different things, you may end up loving something, hating something, but definitely you will gain an appreciation for the technical side and the technique of the people who do choose to master that or become a master of several genres. Yes. Yep. I think if you, if you kind of compare photography to other pursuits say like cooking Mm. you know with cooking again it's very much like photography there's so many different techniques there's so many different dishes you know and some of those dishes are quite difficult to pull off um especially some of the desserts and things like that (laughs) so you you do get a practice so it's a bit like um photography in the way that you can continue to just evolve as a photographer and continue to learn i think yeah you're exactly right you said it before if you 
kind of think that you've learned everything, mm. then maybe, yeah, it's time to hang up your boots and do something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I would be quite impressed but quite sceptical if I ever met a photographer who said, I've learned everything and anything there is to know yes. about photography. Um, wonderful to have tickets on yourself and be that confident. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would beg to disagree with them on that one. Well, I think you, you touched on too like, technology. What's happening with technology? Technology is allowing us to do things that we could never do in the past mm-hmm. with cameras. You know, and that's the thing. That, and that's going to continue to happen. Like technology is going to continue to roll forward and we're going to be able to do things that we dreamed of doing but you know we couldn't do it because there wasn't enough light and i'm just thinking now of some of the new camera phones that have come out some of the low light capacity of those things are just insane yeah i'm a little bit (laughs) a little bit worried and on the fence in regards to um camera photography as in a mobile phone camera technology um but yeah it is it's it's phenomenal there's um what is it the pixel there's the i can't pronounce it way yeah, I know, that, I know, one? I know. that one. Yeah, um, and, and it is incredible. And there are um, courses now for mobile phone photography, and it makes me cringe at the same time as I'm a little bit impressed that we've come that far with you know what what used to just be used to send text messages. And, yeah, you know, exactly. in my day, I think um, putting mobile phones in their place is the place that mobile phones are occupying is for the the general mum and dad mm-hmm. photographer who typically may have owned a compact camera in the past the compact camera has gone it's the camera phone they pick up and mm-hmm. that's that's the camera they go and take the family snaps on um so i don't think it's going to actually going to affect commercial professional photographers mm. there's always going to be a place i mean like you touched on you shoot on music festivals and imagine how difficult it would be to shoot some of the shots on a camera phone Oh, absolutely, and and that's it. You mentioned that it's it's for the, perhaps the mums and dads or the you know the enthusiasts that don't um, particularly want to maybe take it to that next level. Uh, it's convenient, it's mobile, it's small. Um, but yes, you know, I'll, I'll always have the love for my my DSLR and the capability of the the shutter. Um, it's yeah. Well, at at this present point in time, I will wait to be proven otherwise. Yes, I, yeah. I hope that the photography industry definitely has a place um, with longevity because there's no difference between, um, sorry, no comparison between mobile technology and, and real commercialised or, or top range. I'm kind of old school because I like my bokeh to become because I've used a shallow objective field. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you. I don't particularly want to use an app to get my bokeh. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back onto, back onto what we're talking about. Mm. Do you ever stop learning photography? And, and look, at Carol, we're in a really exciting time at the moment because there is so many resources available to people who want to learn more about photography with YouTube and yeah, there's oh gosh, I'm like I as I mentioned at the start of the segment, I'm currently doing higher education in creative arts and media, but prior to that and and long before I even thought about um, further education, I've spent without. Uh, a word of a lie, hundreds of hours on YouTube. Um, there are some fantastic free online um, courses as well as some that you can subscribe to or forums. Um, a couple, I suppose, more more of the reputable ones that I'm aware of, um, are like lynda.com, um, Creative Live, uh, but there's there's a plethora of, of options and I think having that online um 
forum for learning what is a practical skill. I was a little bit unsure of when I started out. So I was, I guess, in my own mind thinking, oh gosh, how much can I learn about photography from YouTube? But we have to really dial it back to the basics and think about, well, we have to learn our way around the camera to begin with. So you've sort of got two options or three options. Do you read your camera manual back to back and I certainly have not done that (laughs) they're like mini um, libraries these days or you have a mentor or you go to a class um, if you prefer to learn in person yep or you have your online resources so you know YouTube is incredible for um, just looking up how does uh, I, I own a Canon 5D Mark II so how do I, um, you know, adjust the shutter speed or something like that in, yes. in the Canon 5D Mark II? And there you go. You've got, you know, 50 options. And yeah. some of them are more reliable than others, but you just find a channel that works for you. Um, I, I think it's incredible. Like you do have to put in the effort. Uh, and certainly if you um, procrastinate a little bit or you find that you are not the type of learner who uh, absorbs information on your own reading, then there's groups, there's little social groups. Um, some of them are free clubs. Some of them you might have to pay um, a small amount of money for to attend, but there's so many options. Yep. I think there's something you just touched on before, which is really interesting, and that's about your camera, actually knowing your own camera. Mm. And I don't know that anybody can honestly sit there and say they know every feature of their camera inside out. Certainly right? do not, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a bit like you. I currently shoot with a Canon 5D, but I shoot the, the Mark IV, and I've had the Mark II, the Mark III, and the Mark IV. And I never probably fully could utilise every function or knew every function. Mm. So quite often if I wanted to do something, you know, I'd jump on YouTube and say, mm. how do I do this on mm-hmm. this camera? Because it's quicker than reading the manual. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I have had a go at reading passages of my, my camera's manual. Yeah. Um, but if I'm on the train, you know, I won't have it with me then and there. So it is just fantastic to, to do a little bit of Googling and, and see what's out there. Um, but, yeah, I think the important thing with learning is you just need to um, – and I, I come from a learning background outside of photography as well. You just need to understand what works for you and that's about – are you a, a visual person? Do you feel you need that interaction with a human face-to-face? Yes. Or um, are you quite happy to learn on the go um, via mobile devices? Um, or are you potentially looking for something that is that little bit of next level and then there might be TAFE or it might be tertiary studies or it might just be a private class? Yeah, and I think that's like I said. We're, we're, we're blessed at the moment because people who do want to learn, and like you said, there's, people learn through very different, you know, various mm. different means of of learning, so whether they they can actually jump online and they can actually learn everything they need by just watching and you know re- replicating that, or whether they actually need someone to sit down with them and actually take them through it, um, all those avenues are available. That's the exciting thing about photography; all those things are available. Mm-hmm. You know, there's groups like you know, um, I know you're a part of the the Canon Collective Forum. Yes. There's an online forum, and they do some. They do also do some. Um, you know, workshops and different things as well. So that gives people the opportunity to be hands-on and try stuff, which is exciting. So I think, so I don't, I don't think you can ever stop learning in photography or you should never really want to say, you know what, I'm just going to get myself to this level and that's it. Mm. I think, you know, always keep challenging yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I think it also touches back to um, something we talked about earlier that it's completely and 100% okay to master in a preferred field but I think having an appreciation for other fields um, just allows you to really take your art to that next level 
uh, and also appreciate your fellow photographers around you. So I, I personally, um, as I say, I, you know, I started doing socials, which some people may go, oh, that's not photography. Um, but for me, it's then opened up opportunities to work on actual quite decent um, media sets, including a film set. And yes. then um, I've uh, sort of, I'm taking my avenue now into more commercial photography. So I'm having to relearn about uh, working in a studio with studio lighting, with soft boxes, with this and that, with colored gels. Um, but that I can, if I wanted to, move over to more portraiture work as well. So they, they overlap. Um, so I think it's important not to pin, pigeonhole your preference as, you know, the, the way to go over anyone else's, but give yourself the opportunity to, to learn not just the basics of photography but the different genres and then see what runs. It was interesting. We had a, I had a photographer um, on the Exposure um, podcast a few weeks ago and he was talking about wedding photographers and said wedding photographers have to have skills in a lot of areas. Mm. You know, you've got to have portraiture skills, they've got to have, you know, action, getting the action skills, they've got to, you know, because they're wedding, there's so many different components. Mm-hmm. So there's not just one type of thing, which, you know, they, you, you talked about the live music. Pretty much you know when you hit the stage, you pretty much know what you're in for. Yeah. Some challenging lighting conditions, mm-hmm. people jumping around. Uh, that type of stuff. So you kind of hone yourself to that. Um, but then, like I said, there's there's times too. Uh, I kind of like the idea when people can cross over and then go behind the scenes, and you can shoot some of that other stuff, mm. more like documentary, street photography type stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think um, um, I absolutely give props to um, photojournalists. Like real hardcore photojournalism is is really confronting. Um, and, and what I mean is, uh, those, um, particularly who work for NGOs or like the news media and so forth, um, or just anyone, you know, trying to do, um, like you can do a, a photojournalistic, um, series on the people in your suburb. Like it doesn't have to be, yes. you know, in the, in the depths of, you know, a jungle in a third world country or anything of that description, but you certainly have to have certain skills. You have to be so comfortable and so confident and also really patient, um, that that type of um, photography, in my understanding, um, and I'm certainly not a specialist in in photojournalistic approaches, but it it is really raw and it's real. And you often, you know, you are waiting days, hours, months to get something because it is unposed. So, yeah, um, yeah that that is an avenue that I've I've considered um, as far as when when I was choosing my majors um, at university, but. I just go, wow, <laughs> Those, the people that get in there and really immerse themselves in culture, that is just such a different world away from um, myself who I, I spend a lot more time in a studio yeah. um, with a staged environment, which is stressful in its own way, but I can hopefully get it done and dusted, whereas there's people out there in the fields for weeks immersing themselves in culture and it's it's incredible what they produce. And I think one of the things you've touched on there is is learning in photography is not just about the camera and, mm, and about not the settings. Not at all, yeah. People skills is an incredibly good thing to learn because what you talked about there is just wrangling people. Mm-hmm. Now, you've been on a couple of movie sets. Yeah. So, you know, you've got a lot of components and a lot of people. It's a big job. Obviously, someone's got to make sure all that meshes together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a skill in yeah. itself. Yeah. If, if you don't have a whole team of uh, creatives and producers and all this jazz with you, then absolutely people's skills are detrimental. So um, uh, to the, the gentleman um, who was, or the photographer who was talking about wedding photography, 
Absolutely, you need people's skills. Um, but that's the same for family photography, for um, you know newborn photography, all these sorts of things. Unless you work with pets, you need people skills. Yes. <laughs> um, so no, it's absolutely not just the technical side of it. You have to be organised. You have to be somewhat technically capable um, to produce the result desired. But Working with people, I find also that if you are if you are just generally approachable and um, you know upfront, organised about what you need, what's the intention, this is the time frame and such, they're appreciated so much more yep. when it comes to the day of the shoot. And I think one of the other areas, you know, we're talking about, do you ever stop learning in photography? And one of the things mm. is to kind of keep in mind, especially for maybe people listening to this who are just starting out and thinking, well, you know, how fast do I need to do it? And that's, it's a type of thing where what the great thing about photography is you can go at your own pace. Mm-hmm. There's no, so, okay, you need to get in and you, you need to be able to learn how to do portraits and lighting, you know, within three weeks. Mm-hmm. It might take you months and months and months to develop your style, the way you like to light things and how you pose people and that type of stuff. So the great thing about it is there is no hard, fast rules. I mean, with some other learning disciplines, you know, you'll go and sit and do a course for a period of time. And then you'll come out at the end of the course with a qualification. Mm, yeah. Photography is not kind of like that, is it? No, it's not. Um, I mean, you certainly can go and get a qualification in, you know, XYZ, photo yeah. media or fine art or, or such, um, which I'm doing. But even just, uh, you know, my first trimester at university, we learned that photography is not just go take a photograph, there you go, you've got a pretty something or rather to put on the wall. Like photography itself is it's quite political, um, so learning about the storytelling and the narrative of photography and your intention is a huge, huge part, um, before you pick up the camera, it, you know, what do you want to photograph and why, um, is just as important as being able to produce it, um, and technically be, um, competent in producing that photograph as yeah. well. And there's an opportunity for me to pick your brain on, cause you are studying at the moment mm. is, so the demographic of people that are studying, what, what the spread we got? Young, um, young people there, we've got middle-aged, we've got older people, we've got a good, is there a good demographic of people studying? It or? is a good demographic. Um, so I can only speak from personal experience yep. at the one particular institution that I'm at. Um, I, I am in my 30s, so I did say to um, you know my friends and family before I started a couple of things. I hope I make friends and I hope <laughs> I'm not the oldest <laughs> um, to start um, at, at university. But um, it is surprisingly at this institution probably 80 to 90 percent female yep um i honestly can't tell you why that is um but as far as age demographic there's there's a real mix like there i think i've only met one other student who is straight out of high school so he's he's come from um you know year 12 last year and come straight into university but there in in my classes there's early 20s through to, I think, early 60s. Yes. Um, So absolutely, all all sorts of demographic, plenty of us in the um, mid-range, thankfully. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that's that's pretty impressive, to be honest. Like I've been thinking about doing these studies myself for a long time um, and, you know, for various reasons, and I did other studies, I I didn't get sort of started. Um, But, yeah, from the general demographic, very low numbers for people straight out of school a lot of it is mature aged um or late to mid 20s onwards um there was a gentleman that i met who um 
he uh, is in the end of his second year now and he came from a corporate environment like much like myself. Yes. Yep. And he I said, "Oh, so why did you get into photography or why why bother studying it?" And his answer was, "I just enjoyed it and because I could." Yes. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very mixed demographic, absolutely mixed. Yep. And I think it's interesting because that kind of reinforces that you'd never really stop cuz all those people have come to that point where they need to they felt like they've had a need to obviously progressive photography i want to touch on something because it's something that i've noticed and um you mentioned that there's a large percentage of female Mm. studying photography Mm. and i've actually noticed because i've been involved with lots of different forums and lots of different groups and that and my theory is that i think females are typically more creative straight out the box right and i think that's why you see some fantastic work done by female photographers and um, male photographers, we tend to be, we tend to be more kind of technical. We tend to be kind of a bit more kind of hard edged, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I do. Like, um, I used to joke actually when I was younger that I didn't have a creative bone in my body. <laughs> um, but then I had friends and family say, oh, but you know, your photography, cause I've been into photography since I was a kid. And I was like, yeah, yeah I guess so. I, I, in my very sort of um, general opinion was like, oh, no, but creativity comes from drawing or painting or or such, which it totally doesn't, Um, and I I know that now. Um, But, yeah, if we're thinking of um, typically male-orientated careers, it's a lot of people are in information technology and IT, and if that's what you're sort of meaning by, there might be a a high population of men who um, maybe understand the – technical components of you know the, the mechanisms of a camera yes but um yeah the female population and come i think out look, with these fluffy ideas yeah and i think look if you look at stuff where we as a photographer you can't be too creative that's like a sports photographer a sports mm. photographer is technically you, you're documenting what's happening in that match so you see to tend sports photographers tend to be male mm, okay interesting yeah yeah you think about it and you think about it say like you know you say newborn infant photographers and even a lot of wedding photographers tend to be female because there's a lot more scope there to make pretty pictures soft beautiful add that you know that that touch and put that feeling into it Mm. and I think that's where it that's why okay yeah no that's a fair point and I mean obviously we're not stereotyping um that you know dealing with newborns is a female orientated industry but of course historically you know the mother's are female, most yes. of them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. yeah. So I think on this particular one, do you ever stop learning photography? The answer is you never stop learning. Never, and I agree. always room for improvement. Mm-hmm. And for those people who may be sitting back and they haven't learned a new skill for a while, maybe it's time to, to get onto YouTube or, you know, try something different, get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, absolutely, 100% agree. And YouTube is your friend. There are, yes. as, as I noted, there are more reputable channels than others. So once you do find something that you like, um, you don't have to have to subscribe, but just, um, you know, maybe start following a few of their their um, channels and, yeah, see what tickles your fancy. Exactly. Well, I think we've pretty much done this one, Cara, so we'll call it, call it a day. So thanks for chatting. Right, thank um, you. If you enjoyed this episode... Um, drop us a comment. Um, until next time, um, happy photography. See ya. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. 
If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.